Welcome, everybody, to the 268th edition of the Barrel Proof Podcast. I was listening to uh, In the House the other day, and Kenny's like, I don't know why we bother talking about numbers and things like that. And you know what? He might be right. It may be just time to forego <laughs> it, because we never remember. But it's been like a thing since like the seventh episode. I don't remember what the numbers are. You have to count them. You have to. I mean, I guess. Anyway, uh, I'm your host tonight, Taylor Sorrels, uh, joined by Ty Smith. Ty, that was his, his dulcet tones you heard just a minute ago. Yep. Patrick has a microphone and buttons and dials. I'm still not sure why. But because you're the one who wants to do it. Um, <laughs> no, I'm in the microphone part. <laughs> oh, no, that, that part's fine. Uh, anyway, uh, big weekend in uh, racing Louisville and Louisville City sports. Uh, and frankly, we, there's a, we, it's been, we didn't have an episode last week because Ty and I were down the Florida Panhandle in separate parts of the Florida, Florida Panhandle. Uh, and I had horrible internet and couldn't do anything by myself and so on and so forth. So anyway, we're sorry I missed you guys last week. It shouldn't happen too many times again, but it will happen at some point, but not soon. Yeah, too bad there's like three games the week that we're out of town. Yeah, right? you know, the <laughs> one week <laughs> we skip about. is the one where all the things happen. Right. Um, but uh, like I said, it's, it's been a very busy week, and it's going to be a busy week coming up because we got a game, well, tomorrow, tonight, if you're listening to this today, if this is released. On Wednesday, yes. Uh, Wednesday. Tomorrow, yep. So, yeah, well, tomorrow for us, <laughs> today for you. If you like I said, if you're listening to this on time, and then uh, you know Louisville City's got a game, another second rendition of Lipa FC on Saturday, so lots Big lots to look Saturday. forward to, lots to talk about. Uh, we could ruminate about vacation, uh, but we're not going to do that. Uh, we'll dive right in. Let's do that. Uh, we'll start with the most recent, well, the furthest away game that we missed, which is Louisville City three Memphis zero, helped by a Memphis red card, goals from West Sharpie, penalty by Penny. Cam Lancaster. Penny Lancaster. Penny Lancaster, <laughs> as, as uh, Lloyd Sam has dubbed him. I'm, I'm here for that. Uh, <laughs> we love it. And uh, and then... Uh, he scored all penalties in a corner. And right. then a, a super that, fun... Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We'll get to that. Su- yeah, that was awesome. That was cool. <laughs> uh, and then a super fun uh, a, a header from Brian Ombi, assisted by Jogo, as, uh, from on his uh, magnificent return from national team, to, national team duty from Mexico. And we'll talk about him a little bit more, too. Uh, I didn't get... I caught, like... Everything after the Memphis red card, I didn't see it, but I heard it was soft, if existent at all. So, you know, nice to get a break for the rest for a change. It was. I think it was a very fortunate call. I mean, looking back at it, it didn't look like much other than a tussle that you would normally see with someone like Kyle Gregg and a big center back. And, you know, very fortunate for us to get the call. And it it was just an odd play. It, It looked like it was in the box, but then they didn't call it in the box, which I guess was you know not very fortunate but he got a red card yeah which that sucked for them but yeah which really turned the tide but we i don't know if the red card influenced the scoring play which is like next to- couple hits we scored yeah like the right? minute, a I mean, minute later right yeah. so it wasn't a 10-man deficit that caused that goal which was from the initial free kick so i haven't looked at like first half second half stats because but it took us an hour to score but we that. were dominating it was just like it was against atlanta and against Indy, and, you know, as we look at the week that transpired following those two losses, I mean, both of which we dominated in possession, in I, shots. I, I would agree in, with you about Indy. I don't agree on Atlanta. I didn't think we played very well in that game. I mean, well, we But kinda, we were just hammering. I mean, we were knocking, knocking, knocking. We miss a penalty kick? I mean, come yeah, on. But let, we, I will, the one thing I will say, look, Atlanta might be somewhat limited offensively, although that 
play they scored on was gorgeous, and we just it fell was asleep. it was a nice they, goal. They took they their one a, chance. Atlanta has a solid, solid defense. That Bradley Camden Febwo dude is. I'll say it for the third or fourth time now. He's a beast. Like we cannot beat him. Him and Neville Hackshaw are the two center backs in this league. And Boris Lasso, we don't have to play him this year, I don't think, unless in the playoffs, are like the three guys we just cannot seem to get. You don't around. see us dribbling them or getting. No, they just—they're too big. They. Oh, sh- we're watching Austin and uh, somebody else play, and Austin just Austin switchbacks, and they've scored in the third minute. Uh, that's who has the that? only USL USL game on tonight. We've got it on. Okay, we're, yeah, gotcha. Re- Is that Austin scored or Colorado that scored? I can't even tell. Austin. Is it? Oh, yeah, okay, I guess. No, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, we've we, got we'll never see these yeah. teams in playoffs Typically ever Typically, the color <laughs> it the is awesome. But, like, the crest is not round. I'm confused. their jerseys. This, but, we, this Taylor, makes for a great Taylor, podcast. we dominated Atlanta. <laughs> we dominated Indy. Like, we weren't sco- – we we're not finishing. And then to see the bounce back from the boys for the past week to pick up nine points in the next three nice. games and finally see the, start, the ball start to fall our way was really yeah. – Nice to see. Like I mean, I, I'm not going to disagree with that, but I, I will say I don't think we looked like scoring at all against Atlanta. And so, I, like I said, that, that, that even we, when we got a penalty we, kick, well, aside Niles from st- that, but that was, I mean, it would have been, it's like it's like Indy scoring and beating us on two pens, right? Like that's you don't, they won the game, they but didn't look like they scored, they did well. You know, if we had if we had drawn the game, I mean, I would have been okay with it, but I wouldn't. Have, you you got to score some goals against or not against in the run of play at some point. We didn't have a whole lot of run of play in that game, but. Moving on to Memphis. I mean, we could go to the stats though, because I think we outshot them by 15. But well, anyway. yeah, they were all in like a five-minute span. Like in the, anyway, <laughs> they, I mean, like I said, it w- that was a bad game. But the, the Memphis game, you know, I, it kind of, like I said, I didn't see a whole lot of it. But the fact that it took them going down a man for us to finally get a ball in the back of the net is, you know, I'm glad it got the ball rolling. Maybe that's all it took. No, no. I mean, but it, but that, like, that's kind of like the way the season had gone thus far, if I'm being frank. You know, you do everything right except finish. You do everything right except finish. You can dom- You can have all the possession in the world you want. We can talk about that with racing. You know, get dominated by Houston in possession, and then right. we, we end up with the points. Uh, you know, it's deja so, vu. Some you've Taylor. got to be Don't able to put say, the ball in the back of the net. Do we have this conversation every season? We do. It's the same. There's, <laughs> I mean, nothing, it's, there's nothing new because here. Because we, we do. We dominate all facets of the game. We, like... Except the scoreboard. And then, yeah, it seems like it takes us a little bit to get... To get going on the scoreboard, and you know, if it takes some penalties here and there, then let's so be it, right? We, yeah, <laughs> which we've been very fortunate. I mean, how many penalties have we had in the last three games? Two, three, something like that. One per game, right? Memphis, three, yeah. Birmingham, so. yeah, so and, three, then. Uh, one Tulsa, in each game, yeah, which we can't continue to rely well, upon. Four, really, because of the one Atlanta game, so that's kind of crazy. Which coming off of a couple, remember a couple seasons ago, we didn't, we went the whole season without getting a penalty. I think so. It seemed that way. Um, so that yeah, can't rely on pen as for the rest for offense. But tell you what, Penny, <laughs> Penny Lancaster has the penalty shot yeah. down. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. not missing again. They put him up there. He's got like five or six in his arsenal. We scored we've a seen goal that wasn't a pen yet this season. I don't think he has. <laughs> I mean, and I'm I don't care, but I'm just saying that's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, he so yeah. did score run a play the other night, but it was called offsides. Oh, I believe, that's wasn't it? Yeah, arguably. But but uh, so. Like I said, finally breakthrough against Memphis. Uh, you know, twenty-four to six shot ratio. I think uh, I think uh, having Jogo back in the in the team helped out a ton. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, telling how much we rely on that left back spot, whether it be Oscar or Jogo, f- to help us start and generate offense and create over unbalances, as Hackworth used to say. Agreed. In, in areas yeah. of the field, 
Like got to have somebody people have to commit over there. That opens up so much space for everybody else. And when we yeah. don't have that presence in on that side of the field, it's it's telling. So lucky to have uh, uh, Jogo back. Sounds like Oscar is you know coming along, but it's still going to be a while before we see him again. But we might lose Jogo again, uh, which we'll get to. Um, let's talk about the let's talk about these games before we start talking about. Uh, all the fun. We've kind of blended them all together so far, but well, we haven't talked really about Birmingham at all, other than we got a penalty. And what about the defense getting a shutout against you know Junior Fleming's, Nico Brett, JJ Williams was in the lineup as well. Yeah, I mean they had their they had their squad here on Wednesday night, and we change up the lineup. Go what I guess it was three in the back with Sharpie starting. Yep. Um, or was it? In I, I didn't. That's the one game I probably didn't catch. So y'all. Or maybe I'm yeah. maybe I'm blending the uh, Memphis game, but I thought I mean to come up with a shutout against those guys was a huge accomplishment. Napo gets on the score sheet. Right. Uh, let's see. So you know, they're they're calling that a four three three, but Jimmy McLaughlin gets a start in that game. Yeah, we changed the lineup a bit. A, a bit. I remember. Yeah, I don't know. Um, no, but it wasn't Sharpie. It was Sharpie in the Memphis game, but of right. course we the came Akeel, back. Like so, Akeel started. Right, we got uh, Akeel and McLaughlin played well. Mm-hmm. But Jogo gets uh, the assist on a goal, a Napo's goal, I think, and then like I said, Cam scores on a penalty, uh, kind of early, and then goes off just before the seventieth minute mark. Um, that's a that was a good redemption game. Like I said, I I didn't see it, but that's one of those. The the first Birmingham game was a game we definitely could have, should have won, and and just mistakes happen and, and you and you don't get that so it's kind of nice to kind of write the ship there um and so that's two wins in a row on the trot for danny man and, and one of the most be- one of the prettiest goals we've had in recent memory right with cam with the back heel to jogo to the end line which how many times we've we seen that now you're right taylor times, i mean yeah. to have that threat on the left side for him to get to the end line and deliver those balls i mean it it the amount of space he can create is that we got nobody else on the team that can do the things that he does. In, in that Wait, wasn't respect. that the Tulsa game? No, we're talking. This is I'm talking about Napo's goal. Didn't he? Yeah. Didn't Cam go back heel to Jogo think, to the line to Napo? I think you're right. Patrick, you can tell me. Tell you. No, no, no. Obviously, I can't because <laughs> I feel like that was the Tulsa game. But oh Jesus! No, because Napo didn't score against Tulsa. No, but, so Jogo got a, on a breakaway against Tulsa, right. And just roofed it with right. his left foot. That was no, they were like, their cam wasn't even involved in that. Okay. Yeah. So I think this Todd's is what happens when we go away for a week and there's nine points that we pick up, end up top of the division. Yep. When we return. So not much else to say about the Birmingham game. It's another one we, we played really well. Second game in, you know, what, five days, four days, something like that. Uh, but showed well. Uh, and night, like I said, it was, it was just a good win. It went, those are the types of games I expect to beat Birmingham. I do. Right. I expect to beat Memphis. Um, Tulsa and Birmingham had had been, I think, four wins on the trot. They were, you know, yeah, they came in pretty top hot. of the division, hadn't lost, and so that's a really good win. And then they had to ba- abandon their game on Saturday because of a basically tropical storm that moved through Alabama, right. and Florida. Claudette, which I, I drove through, which was stupid. Um, <laughs> you made it, <laughs> but that's what happens, I guess. Uh, but uh, Louisville City got their game in. They had, they flew west uh, to Tulsa. Um, you know, that was a game going in where, uh, you know, I didn't really – as well as get – like, you had the chance going in to get – to go top the table. Um, you know, completing a, a week like that was going to be really hard. Tired legs. You know, yeah. we, we did a good – Danny's done a good job rotating the squad, I think. 
We have um, seen we've had some great squad rotation and but uh, you, know, you know yeah it couldn't um, have gone better. I mean, and now we're well, sitting in the at the top of the table, baby, with a game in hand. I mean, it it, it could have gone a little better, but it but we won, so you can't be you can't lift gifts. Tulsa was a little. Them. We had some like nervous moments. Yeah, right? I mean, I you mean, score three goals in ten minutes. Right, that's that's a pretty <laughs> the mentality. You could tell shifted a little bit, and it was going to be kind of hang on at that point. So let's start. Let's let's just run through them real quick. Cam scores an Olympico, the first Olympico I've ever seen live <laughs> on TV in my, in my entire that, life. In the that second they minute. drew up, oh, mind yeah. you. Like, they, they just discussed beforehand. Like, this we're is a narrow gonna, field. We could probably we're do gonna this. We're going to score <laughs> on a corner kick. I love how it, it's t- it makes complete sense that it was Niall's idea. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I've, 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 I was like, well, he, and Niall, Niall follows it up with, and hits the post. Niall right. had, he almost made his own, yeah. <laughs> he almost did it himself. <laughs> that's like, but that's like, that's just a... It's like just Cam doing ridiculous Cam shit. Like that's um, but was I the only one that when Cam stepped up to that was like Cam's taking a penalty? Uh, Yeah, I was kind of like uh, somebody else said the same thing. Um, I was just like, well, it's just the first corner of the game. Whatever. Yeah, I was like, that's cool. You know, it's only a Paolo thing, but I guess you know they're gonna do something funny. And then I'm just like, holy (laughs) shit, that hit the that that was crazy. (laughs) No, but I mean nobody saw that. Looking back, we should have obviously we should have thought about it when we saw Cam taking it. I didn't think about it. I was like, okay, Cam's taking the corner. Okay. Well, and you know, you they, know, they were like, playing that Aiden Quinn goal that was the most, the sickest freaking curvy right. ball I, I may yeah. have ever seen uh, from the first, last time we went there five, six years ago, whatever it was. So, you know, it, it it's kind of, it was almost brilliant. I mean, you just couldn't have scripted it better. I mean, it's unbelievable. But then, you know, what, uh, five minutes later, something like that, Jogo gets out on a breakaway, just beats everybody. What about the, what about the that pass from McMahon? It was a fabulous ball. It was a nice ball. Yeah. And and Pat, as well, the, the second half, not you know, pass uh, notwithstanding, has had another super solid season. Uh, I mean, you know, just making yeah. all the good decisions, never yeah. flustered, you know, always in complete control. Like I said, the, he made a one really bad play uh, in the second half against Tulsa that immediately led to their goal, just a bad decision. Um, and you know, kind we the yeah, defense as a tough. whole. I mean, the the goals we gave up, I felt like were pretty like pretty preventable errors on, on you know and I just I just not think good were, defending I, so I didn't I didn't feel that threatened the whole but you know I did. <laughs> well you get within you know you let them back within yeah, one you goal go, you go you score three and then give up two you're a little uh, it, you know you yeah. don't want, you don't want to turn into a uh, uh, sporting Kansas City two situation of course we scored four yeah really we right should, yeah I that mean but like uh, looking so anyway, back Jogo gets in hits an absolute rocket into the roof that was awesome that was no like. First professional goal. Uh, yeah, that was fabulous. Uh, all he's had a great week, uh, and then Cam earns an easy—not an easy, but easily. It was an easy penalty to call. Uh, calmly converts it, gets his what fifth goal of the year, all via penalties. So that's why he's, he's now Penny, Penny Lancaster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, like, uh, I don't know if it was Cam or Jogo that basically said we kind of switched off after that, and there were there we were a reasons bit. to believe that, like. Tulsa got back in the game. Rivas looked dangerous the entire game. DaCosta gets that ball. I mean, Sean gives up a just a bad turns over turns over a bad place. And when your center back is the one turning the ball over midway up the field, that's just a recipe for disaster. Because Tulsa, if nothing else, has a lot of speed going forward. Uh, and then he roasted McMahon, Port McMahon, uh, on a step over inside the corner, and then just slotted it past Hubbard. I don't think there's much Hubbard could have done about it. I mean, he had the he had a good angle, but it was a, it was a great shot, great goal. Um, and then second half, they kind of come out uh, come out the gates blazing pretty good. Uh, 
we had a recovery near midfield that Pat did a pretty good job to get his hands or feet on, I guess. Uh, and but then he uh, trying to dribble out of pressure hits a square ball just to the middle of the field, just a poor decision. Uh, he had guys behind him. I don't know if he knew, but uh, uh, Marlon just gets on the end of it, dr- runs through. Yeah, everybody. and I don't think we picked up as well. We kind of we gave him a lot of space to dribble before we started to put well, yeah. some pressure on it, which was unfortunate. I, and I don't think we looked all that. I mean, granted those. So we gave up two goals, and it could have been worse. The fact that we held him off for a half an hour after that, commendable. I don't think we looked all and that great. And scored a fourth with Sharpie right, getting right, on the right. end of a uh, cross. It was a corner kick, I believe, but it, it was. was in the goal. It we was. Saw and the, they, we've seen the screenshots on Twitter. We're, or at least. We're, yeah, we're not going to get credit for it. We got, we got, like I said, we walked away with the points, and after having played as many games as we did in the time span, I'm pleased about it. Like I said, I just don't. You know, I don't feel like we played particularly well defensively. Like we really let Tulsa dictate terms for quite a long span in that game. They came out of it feeling pretty good about themselves, which I don't know how you do that when you're had the expectations they do and you still lose a home game. But it is, I guess, it's us. So I, I don't know. Should I be flattered by that? I guess I am. <laughs> um, but you know, like I said, there there are things there are things you could blame on tired legs or and just poor decision making that we kind of have seen that immediately lead to goals against us for some reason this season. So there's kinks we still got to iron out. But all that being said, all those caveats being in place, you got three points. You got, you know, three wins in nine eight days, in nine points out of the last three. You know, Danny, the Danny didn't come, the out, Danny the didn't come the out of the table. gate real hot, How's but he's, table? He's, he's really cut. <laughs> I mean, the, he, he and the guys have really turned it around in a crucial time uh, and just got to keep the ball rolling now. Yeah, Makes I mean, sense. yeah, I think we're we're in a great spot, and the, and I don't feel like we've been outplayed to the point where I'm like, wow, I'm worried about this Central Division opponent. You know, I feel like we've I got. Atlanta, if, I like that. I think Atlanta deserves a lot game, more respect. I mean, than we're giving. I don't. I, I feel like it's our division to win. We've seen everybody, right? Other than well, I don't think we played Kansas City. No. No. Who else have when we played Oklahoma? Right. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City is terrible. But they're so I'm not that you know, like they're really bad. But. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we've seen everybody. Otherwise, like I, said, I, I, I don't. I'm not scared of Atlanta necessarily, but that that team has given us problems two games in a row now. Like they are so much faster than we are. I mean, that's just a. I'm I'm just stating what I what I can see. I mean, I, they can't put it all together yet, mm-hmm. and because of the way that they, I mean, they're an MLS two team, so consistency is not going to be their byword or anything like that. You're not going to see them play the same eleven right. every game. Nothing like that. Uh, but they've got a ton of pace and, and intensity, and that was that's that game in particular. And like I said, I don't mean to go back to something we've already – Benton and I talked about a while back, and that's four games ago now. But they're the one team that we have struggled to meet their intensity, and that's something that we've I, – I don't know what how to manage that going forward. Good things. Uh, uh, obviously, Jogo played really well. Uh, Jorge Gonzalez makes his first ever Little City. Right, appearance. yeah, that's great. I don't to know if he back. even touched the ball, yeah. but he was on the field, so that was good. Uh, and I'm really anxious and looking forward to seeing him uh, play for us going forward because they're going to be more scheduled congestion as it goes. Yeah. And I think he deserves a look uh, at one of those high wing spots. You know, I'm a huge Napo fan. He's one of my favorite players, but he did not have a good game. I don't feel like against Tulsa, uh, and he's had a couple of spotty spotty performances so far this season i you know i love him i hope that he kind of turns it around but it hasn't been his best season thus far comparatively speaking uh so there's opportunities to be had up front i think hopano has played well Ownby has played well just in pockets though like and and nile has played 
pretty good, but like I haven't seen a, a really uh, dominant performance from either one of the wing spots thus far this season from anybody. So I think you know there's there's chances to be had there for some of the younger guys that might be able to fill those roles. We haven't seen much, if anything, of like the academy kids. Like uh, Josh Winder is now a full Louisville City player, right? But he hasn't appeared in a game yet, I don't think, and he probably won't. Uh, unless unless we start building a sizable lead, we got to win games right now. So you're depending on Swahi and Tosh, who have had pretty good season. Tosh was player of the match or something like that against Memphis, uh, and he's had some really stand up performances. And like I said, I don't think he played very well against Tulsa. Did well enough, but uh, like I said, not not his best game. Um, so you know, trend. It's you know, we're only what five, seven games into the season or something like that. So there's a lot yeah, of yeah, and coming know. off two shutouts in a row, which were. Which were huge, I, I think. I just know, like some. Home. Yeah, I agree. I, I just like so, see some breathing room. Yeah. So that we can uh, give some of these younger guys a, a chance and see what they can do, because um, the academy is, is starting to really push some kids up the up the chain, and that's really great. Yeah. Speaking of filling spots, do you think there's any chance that uh, Danny doesn't uh, get to keep his head coach position? It's early. It's too early to tell. It is. It's too early to tell. Yeah, I think we're he's, way early on yeah. that discussion. I feel. I, like. I think really? you know. I think he's got a long rope. Um, but, and I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me to see them let him go, you know, I don't know if it's going to be to the end of the season or like midway through. And finally he's just like, you got to tell me yes or no. Uh, cause you know, he's going to have chances all other places probably, but I can't imagine a place you'd rather be It's right. a pressure cooker. Don't get me wrong. It's not the easiest place to come in and, you know, have your first ever job, but O'Connor did the same thing if right. you think about it. Um, but it's you know you, it's, you're learning on the job. I think Danny's learning lessons all the time, and not that he wasn't wasn't before. He strikes me as a guy that's got a really good head on his shoulders, the ability to have some perspective and try and uh, have uh, you know uh, strikes me as the kind of guy that is able to self reflect a lot. I, we need to have him back on the show at some point. Uh, Agreed. You know, now that we're not in a parking lot, well, we need to have Jogo. <laughs> we need to do Jogo as well before we uh, Jogo would be can't. cool before we lose him before forever. We can't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I just uh, you talk about wing play. I think he's been the most consistent we've had. Right, right. You know, but he, that's, which, but he, that's fullback. I'm talking about like a like the you know if we play four three three. The two guys that play on no, the no, you're outside, talking about yeah the attacking. We've mids. had some rotation up there, and you're right. I don't. I don't it just hadn't been very consistent. Antoine. Antoine's always dangerous. Right. I feel like he always is is crafty with but the ball. He didn't have any goals on the season yet. You're right. I mean, it's not that he hasn't tried. I think right. he can do stuff, but it just hasn't worked yet. And Brian's got to get on the score sheet. Yeah, I agree. You know. I agree. When he, he almost, did. well, he did. He we did. did. He, he has did. right. Give him credit for that. But that, that was a cool play. Thanks to Jogo, to be fair. I mean, he's still got to put it in there. <laughs> he's still got to get his head on. Yeah, there. he's got to body that guy up and get that. You know, it's a nice, nice, nice goal for sure. Yeah, but we got to get we we do got to get more because we're not going to get penalties all all season long. <laughs> no, yeah, we got to find not ways. For us, that's for sure. I just think we're struggling to create space in the box or like close or near it to where you can even get shots off like we're get we're shooting a lot and some of them are target but the ones that are on target are you most keepers at the keeper yeah they're they haven't had a whole lot of trouble with like i haven't seen yet or or the good chances we do get just we 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 waste um so there's some work that needs to be done there still like cam is doing all Cam could do, I think, but you know he hadn't scored a goal from the run play either. So, so we're a third. We're almost a third of the way through. We're not even a third of the way through. Yeah, you know. So, so like I said, lot, lots of kinks to work out. I'm eager to see how they manage to do that. We've just got to find ways to create space and with the ball at our feet in the attack at the end of the day. Because the one thing I do like about Kyle Gregg is it is a nice change of pace and that he's a target forward. You can 
you can hit a long ball to him. He can it's knock a new, it down it's a different look. It's a yeah. it's a nice wrinkle. I think that was a wise, a, a smart signing that we made. Absolutely. Uh, and he's he produced one goal off of it in his first game, but we haven't been able to make it make much of it since then. So, just you know, I, I think I, Lloyd Sam, uh, our favorite. Uh, <laughs> Color commentator, we we're talking about. He, we, we've been, yeah, we've been talking about. He is a great addition to the lineup. Yeah, I, he's I do just like entertaining. Him. He is. But he said something that I, you know, he's like, in, which I wouldn't mind seeing. Either. He's like, I wouldn't mind seeing Cam and Kyle Gregg play uh, play as a two man forward combination together because they could really play off one another. And I, I think that's absolutely true. It'd be fun to watch. But I, I don't know how it's going to work. We just that's not the way Louisville City plays. We've never played that way with no, two with, with that, like, like a four four yeah, two. We've that's never like, played that way. If we played three five two, we could probably make something like that. Which I think that might be in Danny's, you know, wheelhouse. I think he'd be. We can pull that. that off. But if uh, we've done it, it's been with like an Antoine or a Brian or somebody yeah, else up there. Which you know, not, Brian's not is, two out and out. No, just, but what, the only other knockdown player we've had is Luke, and that's not really Luke's game necessarily either. Like we look at him like he's a a big body, which he's you know, comparatively speaking, he's a bigger guy than most guys on the team. But he's not like a Andy Carroll. Uh, Peter Crouch knocked the ball down, dish it off to somebody. I mean, he can do it, but that, it, you know, he and we often did kind of use him like a battering ram, and that uh, to some good effect. I mean, I you know some of the greatest games we've ever played is that's the role he played. He came in and knocked people around. the The New York game as the one that always comes to mind. Legend. Uh, and, Legend. and you know, Phoenix is the same way. Just sit up there and beat up on center backs for 60, 70 minutes, and then you put Cam on it. It's a whole different game. Um. But that I don't necessarily think that's the way that. Anyway, I, I think it would be neat to see. Will we see it? I doubt it, but it'd be cool. I, I will say. I just don't know how it would work. You know, that's not my job. That's Danny's job. <laughs> so what about old old Indy coming in without a without a coach now? That I mean, the new look Indy team coming back to town now with a real new look new coach. Oh, man, we I mean, we owe them a beat down. I mean, we really do. I, I, yeah, we need and I don't know how we're going to do it because, like I said, we haven't figured out Neville Hackshaw particularly well. And his somebody's got to take him on with speed. I feel like we get he's so we don't good even take him he's on. He's so good, we don't, but we, he, don't, we don't we don't challenge him enough. Well, the problem is he plays on the opposite side from Antoine. The one guy I think that could probably take him on one on one, we he, he they never see each other because Antoine always plays on the left. And Neville's on the opposite side. Somebody's just got to take it right yeah, at him. I, I mean, I, I tend to agree. He's really good. I agree. Um, but, you know. But that, that that oh, man, that's sucker. That he's not as quick. Penalties. I want to throw he's him. He's not as a, quick. As... I want to throw him into a barge. <laughs> so uh, we we owe them something. Uh, Martin Rennie is no more with To come any... in here and win on two penalty kicks with zero offense. Oh, yes. Miserable. I mean. Miserable. They come were, on. They were earned. I mean, they were both legit penalties at the end of the day, I think. But <sighs> I guess. Still, that sucks. Uh, and, you know, we but the, we couldn't. Uh, we we've, been living on, we've been living on penalties, so I can't Yeah, talk. yeah, can't talk too much. <laughs> uh, in any event, Martin Rennie's gone. Frankly, I thought they should have fired him in the last season. You can't make the playoffs with that team. I don't know why you still have a job. Uh, but apparently, why did, it ta- why did it take so long for this to all come to well, a head? Apparently, it's he hates Mike Carroll Stadium, like hates it, and he's not willing to adapt. That style field play. is way better than the in, than the, not the, the Colts field, my lord. Not according to him. That's all I can say. I think I think it just he, I think he was trying to he was looking for a way out and decided that was going to be the scapegoat. Uh, there was a uh, if there's a good episode of the USL show if you guys don't listen to it. Uh, where um, Kevin Johnson, who covers Indy 11 for the Indy Star and just generally and for sock takes, if you guys remember, like Nick yeah. Chopra, um, he's a pretty stand-up guy, it seems like, and has a pretty good handle on those things. 
and they spent the last episode talking about why Randy was gone. Um, you know, had a string of three straight losses after being top of the table. Uh, like I said, I don't think Randy was was just was willing to to keep it going anymore. I didn't think he was all that good of a coach to begin with. For whatever reason, they weren't they weren't driving. It was if it was the personnel, yeah. the coach, the management. And, uh, you know, I, one of the nails in their coffin is like, well, wait a minute, you just came off like I the, can't believe it lasted as long as it was. The though. best part was though, they said the biggest win of his career or or of his tenure with Indy was the was when they finally beat us. Uh, which that just cracks me up. You know that like we're the like we're the uh, I I don't know I can't even come up with a plausible on two person. penalty kicks yeah <laughs> but <mean>. anyway <laughs> so they've got an interim head coach right now I couldn't even tell you who it is I'm not sure it matters uh, they're still not a bad team they still got Iose they, I think they shipped off Cal Jennings they obviously don't have cut Tyler Pasher Nick Moon was a super annoying guy Gordon Wild is a good player uh, he was annoying yeah. as well in the last yeah. game um, and like I said Hackshaw so they you know they're a team that we know well. A team that we can, you know, they're dangerous. The I mean, we, we've got to find a way to create chances against them. That is the problem. They they'll let you have the ball. Here's the one. They they're they're happy to let you have the ball. Uh, you just got to find a way to to create some space between that three man back line, which we've struggled to do. Um, like that's a an effective formula against us. So we've got to find some tactical way to split to draw some guy away. Low hard crosses. We don't want. We don't need to get in. Or just find a way to get it behind. The trees, like, but know? they don't play. They don't play super high either. Like they're not. They don't play a high press, and they, they kind of they don't stay in a low block per se. But they're hard to get in behind, even on a big field like ours. So that's going to be an interesting tactical battle. I think we're going to see our best eleven uh, put out against them again on Saturday because they've had a full week of rest, which is great. I don't think we have anything in the way of injuries uh, aside from the ones we already know about. Um, you know, uh, I expect Jogo to play. Uh, so let's talk about him a little bit. Uh, as we all know, he played, uh, got called into the Mexican uh, national team's camp for the Nations League. He was not going to play for them, but he was a camp player. And he's and just he, really opened up since, like, well, like he's, he's always been good. Yeah, but, I mean, he's gotten opportunities. He, he got a chance to start, which he never right. got. Well, didn't often get last season. Sure. Um, but, you know, had some really he's good performances He's coming to before. his own, though. I mean, he... Is heads and shoulders of where he was last year. Oh yeah, and I, I mean, it's like, he was fantastic last year. I mean, name name a fullback and other than maybe Oscar in, in our league that's better than him right now. I mean, I don't think you can. He's he's unstoppable with the ball at his feet, uh, and is doing well enough defensively. Like I don't, he doesn't really get his defensive jo- like he's yeah. improved so and much. I, I think there's just a there's, year, but he's seventeen. Yeah. I mean, if, my there's, God. if there's one area of his game that he's going to need to improve on, it's that. But it's not like he's, it's costing us by any stretch. So I'm not super worried about it. Uh, but man, yeah, there's no one can stay in front of him when he's got the ball at his feet. No, no, nobody. Um, so excited to see that. But in any event, uh, so he's been in the Mexican national team camp for their senior team, El Tree, uh, and then he has been named to the 60 man. I thought it was 40 man because that's what I wrote in the on the webpage earlier this week. But it's a 60 man provisional roster for the men's national team for the Gold Cup. Uh, there are not as many fullbacks on that roster as you might think. Like the ones that I would. Th- think might be chosen ahead of him would be like Reggie Cannon uh, and uh, there's another uh, oh George Bellow uh, Reggie plays for DC United I think or something like that or Boa Vista maybe and then uh, uh, Bellow plays for Atlanta United Atlanta United not Atlanta United too just regularly Atlanta United so you know guys that play in higher leagues against tougher competition but you know, it's a an honor just to be named to the roster but I think there's a there's a possibility he might be able to make it you know I don't know if he puts in some good performances these next couple of weeks he might get called in 
I would prefer that he stay with us, frankly, but it's really it's a cool it's thing. The first for him to go. Louisville City player to ever be named to any kind of men's national team roster. First first Louisville City player to get named to the Mexican national team roster either. Uh, I don't think there's any Louisville City any USL players that have ever been named to either one of those teams' rosters. And so this is that's a huge deal. Great honor for him, great honor for Louisville City, good good deal for the USL. So it's all good things. Um it'd be nice if it coincided with the turn of Oscar so that we could, you know, just kind of move right, right along. in it. Yeah. Transition right in, yeah. That'd be great. Uh so but anyway, that, Which that's hopefully a huge he's deal back. For him. I mean, gosh, we yeah. don't know anything. He was apparently I mean, a gold no bar during the game the other night. I don't know how many other people were there, but Oscar was there, which is cool. So uh don't know much about his prognosis, but that we don't really generally hear much about injuries from no from the no. team anyway. Nothing specific, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts about the upcoming second edition of Lipa FC other than I hope to God we win this damn game? <laughs> no, I was just looking at the stats from the last time we played them, though, at home. I mean, we had 18 shots no, we dominated. to their five. We had, you know, 65% possession of the ball. We just one goal. Yeah. We've got to. Do penalty shots count as shots taken? Got to figure it out. on the. Ba- so on they only the really had three in the run, run of play? Ugh. I think the two that they scored were the only two they had on frame. Okay. I think that's accurate. Yeah. So, anyway. We got to do better. Got to do better. Season's still young. I like, I love the, the, the you know, the schoolyard, the drawing board. Let's set up a play. The the, the guys that we got, the veterans and and, and Coach Cruz, they, they know what to do in terms of that, you know. Yeah. So, let's keep being creative on the offensive side when we get a set piece. Whether yep. it's a corner kick, you know, wherever wherever it is around the box, I think that's a it's a real advantage that we can have because we seem to be good at it. You know, we just got to find ways to just create a half a yard so you can get a dang shot off, right? Like a good shot off. We haven't like we struggled to do that. Can't and then I think low well. I think low crosses. I think you know, keeping it out of the out of the trees, so to speak, well, the big all their big center backs. I think that it's has a been the problem. Though. We've had a trouble beating beating the defender to the line and getting something across. Like that's not something we've done all that effectively. Like I think I think Antoine's done a pretty good job of that so far this season. That's good. What hurts when Jogo goes on national duty for yeah multiple countries? Yeah, so. that is, yeah, that's gonna be a challenge. You know, <laughs> you know, I I, I, I I'm gonna drag us for a second. I haven't really been paying attention to this, but there's three goals been scored in this Atlantic or excuse me Austin Colorado game. In yeah, Colorado just got a red card. Two penalties. Oh, I hadn't been paying attention. So that that's a lot of penalties in the, in the USL yeah. this year. Kind of crazy. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit and talk racing. Uh, they've only played one game since their last show, which is beneficial. And lucky yes, enough, I was, actually, I was actually at said game, so I got to see it. It was a lot. It was super hot, but it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I the player before we get to Ebony Salmon, who just all of a sudden is a is is the most dangerous player I've ever seen. Uh, Gemma Bonner starts and next to Neely Martin. Yep. Uh, I've been pretty critical of Neely Martin so far this season, just because she seems a, she's trying hard, but can be a little bit naive, play a little bit too high up the field. Uh, Gemma is telling her Gate was giving her instructions the entire game about where to be and what to do and all that stuff. And Neely played the best game she's played Love all to see season. That. Oh, see that's that. awesome. She was awesome, but Gemma is a absolute game changer back there, constantly talking. Has the be- has fabulous skill for a center back. Uh, always makes a smart pass. Uh, you know, we still gave up freaking 20-some-odd shots or whatever against, which you, that just can't keep happening. No. Uh, but 
none of them went in, which is good. Uh, but Gemma was awesome. Uh, I was uh, where my seats are for racing. I get to s- I, I sit right almost right behind the goal. I'm not in the Cooper section. But I'm just to the left of it, or excuse me, the Live Religion section for racing game. Yeah, get that um, right. But just to the left of it, and so I kind of get to see and hear and listen uh, and watch all that stuff when when well, mostly when Houston's attacking R into that game. So I could kind of hear and see. And Houston had a lot of the ball, had uh, the bulk of the run of play for the first half, but. And Christy Mewis definitely had a ton of influ- influence on the game. I was really impressed with her, uh, her and uh, Michelle Prince, uh, who kind of plays right. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, no, uh, the right side of forward, who was ha- having a, a a good time getting past Amina. Like she, Amina did not have the the best of times trying to defend her. Um, but in any event, uh, super impressed with Gemma, uh, Emily Fox once again super influential uh, when we did have the ball. It was kind of interesting to see she's she's playing left back for us, but really, when we started that game, she was 15 yards ahead of where Aaron Simon is on the opposite side. So it's almost as though she's pressed into midfield, and Aaron kind of is a bunch in, and so that puts Gemma more in the center and Neely out to the left a little bit. So we're playing three man. Like Emily would definitely track back if she if she felt like she needed to. Uh, but it begs a question as to as far as far as is Emily best suited for us playing left back? And we'll get to that. Um, but like I said, we kind of got, we definitely got uh, dominated in the first half, but didn't give up any goals. We had a couple of good looks. Amina had a, had a nice uh, couple of step overs in the first, like in the opening 10 minutes or something like that to put something nearby. We didn't really uh, bother Alicia Campbell all that much. Yeah. Uh, definitely not in the first half, uh, but managed to get out of there. Zero, out of there. Zero, zero. Uh, second half. We did a little bit better. Um, but again, uh, Houston had some good chances, uh, and then uh, Aaron Simon went out uh, w- with kind of a head injury uh, about the about the hour mark uh, between her and I couldn't I can't remember who I if it was Shea Groom I couldn't tell you uh, came off and instead of uh, adding another uh, left back we kind of I don't know exactly how we rejiggered everything I think we <laughs> did a double sub oh Julia Ashley came on for Aaron but we also took off. Um, Amina, and put on Ebony Salmon. A minute later, she produces the best piece of offensive skill I've seen a racing level <laughs> player ever produce. Uh, receives she a really scored, nice pass. She, she comes in and scores within yeah. like a minute of. Her. But but it was it was gorgeous to watch. As I saw her, she was like, "Oh my god, I've never seen anybody right. on our team do something like that right. before." Oh my god! Uh, receives a really nice pass from Savannah, who once again worked her butt off all game. Always. Uh, but a beautiful ball turns it, in, takes it on, uh, dribbles it, like kind of takes a touch away from one defender. And then inside against the one who's kind of pinching in against her, splits them both with a ball that went like two yards in front of her, runs onto it, and just hammers it uh, all by herself. And she had another good look, like two more good looks before her time. Like she only played for a half hour and was easily easily the best offensive player that that was on the field the entire game. Uh, So that was amazing. So very excited for her. Like it was an absolute – her and Jenna, you know, Ebony got player of the match because she scored the goal, and that annoys me. Uh, but I mean, she did play well. I mean, that turn. But Gemma was easily the best player in the field the entire game, if you ask me. And Michelle, once again, had to make like seven saves uh, and oh, did a, a really good job. None of them were super problematic for. I don't think we gotta find a way to keep her from getting shelled all day. Game, <laughs> she, I, I don't know. She keeps she keeps turning up on the save of the week. Yeah, well, it's like so, like I was talking to Anthony Lenhart today on Twitter. He's just like. 
you know, pick your gate, save of the week is like, well, it's obviously Michelle, but it's like, which one? There's so many to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about week it's one, just, week two, week three? three no, week just week this week. It's it's week seven. Which week are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, oh, the ones that stoppage time really good. Yes, those were really good. <laughs> but, you know, some really strong performances. You know, we've, I, I don't know what, it's really unfortunate that Taylor Otto got hurt. We've got to figure out somebody that can keep the back line from, you know, having to do the amount of work that they're having to do, or Michelle from keeping up to do the work she's got to right. do. You know, Savannah McCaskill is ostensibly the 10, but she plays directly in front of the center backs half the time. She plays we, that whole field. God, yeah, uh, and, you know, part yeah. of that, I don't know if that's a you know, positional discipline issue or, uh, you know. I mean, but to be fair, if she she's wasn't going working where she her needs ass to be. off. No, I, I know. Front, I, front I can't back. fault her for yeah. going where she needs to put the fire out, but that begs the question, like, well, who's not doing their job where she feels like she she has to do that? Okay, fair. And that bothers me a little bit. Like, no, I love it, Lauren Millay. I think she – if we had a real number six like Taylor Otto – uh, all of a sudden, she could just play the number eight box to box and just go hound people all the time, right. and I think she would be great at it. Uh, and then kind of give Savannah a little bit more opportunity to be the creator that we know she can be. Um, and then you know, I, I you know I, I love Yuki, uh, but I don't you know she she hasn't had a, la- a great last couple of games. Um, she she always looks so calm and composed on the ball, but the, she doesn't get a whole lot of it, and I don't know what that's a product of necessarily. I, I can't imagine what you do not having her on the field because she's fabulous and such a great locker room presence. I, I think she's awesome. But I've, I'm starting to wonder, you know, if there's not – if there's either a tactical way where we can get her to where she's a little bit more productive for us uh, or, or what. I don't know what the answer is. I just um, feel like if we had Michelle and then eight more Savannas would be unstoppable. Yeah, well, that'd be, that would be cool. <laughs> uh, be impractical, but very cool. Right, but um, – but it, like I said, uh, that was it was great. Uh, I, I don't know how we keep a clean sheet in that game, but we did. Um, and like I said, that Ebony Salmon was goal goal was great, and CC had some good looks in the first half too uh, that she, we had a good good chance on. One of but at the end of the day, you know, you look at the numbers. Did you see her black eye? Yeah, I'd say one. Of yeah, no, she got crushed. Like oh my I said, gosh. yeah, like I saw her walk off the field, and I was glad that she just you know was able to you know know where she was. I think because uh, it was a it was not a great spot. Um, a lot of offside calls in that game too, which really. were frustrating. I'm not sure whether they were, uh, some of them were probably right, but I can't imagine all of them were. Um, in any event, a uh, nice result for racing after getting pummeled the last couple games. Uh, you know they haven't lost in Lynn Family Stadium yet. That's kind of cool. What right? a Father's Day, huh? Uh, and that win puts them on seven points uh, and good for seventh on the table, directly behind our upcoming opponent, <laughs> North Carolina FC, who last time we saw them beat the absolute shit out of us. So, uh, but the interesting thing about that is this: they are good. Well, here's the thing: uh, they've Davinia scored. No, I'm not saying scary. that they're not good. I'm not saying they're not good. I mean, I have we, nightmares at her <laughs> running at me. Let me with let the me ball. tell you a story, Ty. They're sixth in the table. They have seven points, same as we do. The only reason they're ahead of us is by goal difference. Guess why that goal difference exists? Because of the way they beat us the last time we played them. They've scored eight goals all season. Five of those are against us, and the other. Four games or five games they played, they've only scored three goals. So, I think we hit them on a really hot night. Sam, Sam Mewis beat the, I mean, just dominated. We were we had no chance. And Dabinia is great, and Lynn Williams is great. They've got an Abby Dahlkamp Williams or, as well. Yeah. Yes, she's Julia so, Ursek. She's, she's the fastest player like we, on the field. Yeah, we just absolutely got taught a lesson in that game. No question about it. They are the type of team that is built to exploit our greatest weakness, which is just our central midfield. We just don't we don't have a 
a ball winner, and we don't well, have some. Fra- we can't. We can't I, possess I the ball. I will take exception because Frazier has had some good games. Fra- like she gets stuck in. She plugs in that but middle, we can't, but she, we can't keep the ball. We can't keep the ball in the middle. But she breaks up. I, up I don't disagree. I no. Right. She can be good defensively, but distribution isn't isn't the best sometimes, or yeah. hasn't been consistent. Uh, and like I said, we can't keep the ball. Like we can win the ball back, we or at least tip the ball. We right. cannot no, keep. I the agree. Ball. We don't keep the ball as well as we. And need I think that I don't think that's by design. I mean, I can't imagine that it is. So we got to figure out something to do. Like I said, I've always been. We don't really need to keep it. Get it out there. Get it. Get it one on ones with Yuki or Amina and but that's go a, at that's them. That's a recipe for a turnover. Every like, like you, I agree. That's a great way to hit somebody on the counter and score goals. But man, playing defense all the time is really exhausting. It may, I know that's what I think. That's kind of what we're meant to do. Like you remember that when when Louisville City first went to that three three four three back in was twenty seventeen or whatever, and all we all we did was we went we'd win the ball. Paolo would win it in the middle of the field and then shuttle immediately shut out to Oscar or up the other side to Kyle Smith. Like, we were not trying to keep the ball in the middle of the park. Well, if that's what racing is trying to do, there's there's the misconnection getting the ball to the wings and up the field is, isn't happening as consistently as it needs to. Is that fair to say? We're not getting the numbers up there to be able to or, create or, those unbalances yeah, as we talk about. Just yeah. we, we, there's, there's a missing link there. You know, I, I do think Freya has done a really good job, and I think Malay is doing a good job ha- hassling people, and, you know, there's no questioning how hard she works out there, any of those three. Uh, but just we have really struggled to create any like chances consistently. Um, yeah. Hold on, I want to I want to read some stats to you because I was just looking at this a minute ago. Uh, just sp- specific to uh, racing and uh, and and the courage uh, because I thought it was very interesting. Um, hold on a minute. Now I've, I've lost my spot. Fatmob makes this easier than it looks. Bup-bup-bup. Here we go. Compare teams. Beep 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 beep. Racing Santander, no Louisville. Racing Louisville. Okay, um, they have the same. They have the same record we do. Same number of wins, same number of draws, same number of, lo- same number of losses. Uh, but like I said, they have seven goals from open play plus a pen. We have three. Like I said, five of those came against us. So you take those five away. Right. <laughs> it's a very different story. They might have still beaten us, but anyway. Uh, but the, uh, let's see. Shots on target per match. They averaged 5.2. We averaged two. Big chances created. 11 for North Carolina. For us, six. That's still not a terrible. Oh, that's sorry for the entire season. Not great. Uh, big chances missed. When you create a lot, you can miss a lot. So they've missed seven. We've missed four. Uh, goals per match. They averaged 1.6. We averaged 0.6. Again, that's not terrible. That's you'd like it to be higher. Um, they can see less than a goal per match. We can see it almost as many as we sc- actually more than we score, obviously, because we score 0.6. We concede 1.6. Uh, obviously, that game against them skews that number. It's almost three times um, as much. Tanner. Saves per match, 3.2 for them. Uh, we average 6.8. That is just not sustainable. <laughs> we, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Clearances no. per match, 20, uh, 25. That's not an astronomical number. They only average 12. 12. That means. So I'm not I'm not disputing Ty in any way, shape, or fashion that they're good. They are very good. Yeah. And it's crazy that they're just sixth right now. Um. Uh. You know I don't go into this game expecting we're gonna get our asses kicked like we did the last time. Uh. But I you know hell if we get a if we can get points we out of them any kind game. of points at all out of this I'll be jumping for joy. I really like I said I I I really do love this team. I think they're so much fun to watch. 
uh, Christy has done an amazing job creating the like out of nothing. Right. Well, he's had some help just because Louisville City exists, uh, and they're kind of within that uh, universe or whatever. But he's got players that are willing to go to the bat for him every time. Uh, they never they never quit. They're always trying to get better. Uh, you know, there's it, the optimism that pours out of all those girls is just is something that is admirable. Uh, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm all I'm like I said, I'm, I can't wait till Nadia comes next because I think well, that's, that's going to create. So a I was going to say we haven't even talked about Nadia, oh, which well, is ben, the, ben and I did last week, which is a fabulous story. And the you fact guys that have covered that, yeah. yeah. I mean, my gosh, we could talk about that the whole show. That's amazing. She, I, dude, she's she's there. Need to be novels written about this girl, not novels like the by fact there's in a biography already. She's she's a, a just the type of person that I want to be when I grow up. Um, but the fact that the, the for me what was really cool about it was like the fact that she loves Coach Holly. Yeah, like they know each other. Yeah, they've played together. Like they've been together on teams. They like meet and have breakfast. Like they know each other, yeah. and like she wants to come play for him. That to me is, and then knowing her, all her story and where she, th- it just speaks volumes to me. Like we're on the right track. Something that I you didn't, know. didn't mention the other week, which I meant to, by the way, uh, Christy's wife, Christy, uh, Rampone. Christy and Christy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think she just got voted to the National Soccer Hall of Fame Yes, last couple weeks ago, yeah. which wow. is super cool. Yeah. Uh, didn't realize that, and I, I feel bad about not mentioning it before, and the fact that <laughs> well, it's not super surprising that local media hasn't covered it, and I'll get to that maybe some other time. Uh, but that's super awesome. Um I don't know. I, I think Christy still lives over there where all the players do right now. I don't know if it's going to be a, with what the family situation is and all. This, the girls uh, all live in New Jersey, and who knows if they'll ever move back down here. But in any event, hopefully she comes to Louisville at some point, and she'd be a cool person to talk to. Yeah. Uh, obviously a, a women's team legend. and uh, It'd be kind of cool to have them both on. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I'm sure they're listening. Christy would to love to talk to us. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're just too lazy to reach out. I'm sure we'll get a DM tomorrow. Like, hey, Jonathan hasn't been bugging me about it. But he's Christy's <laughs> been on all, all the shows, so I don't yeah. think he's. Yeah, he know. just did Hot, Hot Brown. So he did. He did. They did. Good, they did a good job talking about uh, movies that we Robin, are, Robin has we bad opinions about. Famously guest list, and this is just how we do it. We have like two guests per season. I mean, uh, we've exceeded that. But we had George. We had Ben Halsman. I mean, we had Lee and Ben. Yeah, which the best guest that in, Ken, in the history of podcast guests, the Kit Man. Yes, of course we had him. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, who doesn't want to hear from Ben Holzman all the time? I mean, it was a good interview. It was a good was interview. He was great. But yeah, so that's uh, that's what's up with racing coming up. Uh, I, they don't have a game this the weekend this, later this week. I don't think. So let me think. I don't know. We got now, one. Now I'm we got one today. Self conscious. So yeah, they got one tonight. Tomorrow. Well, tomorrow for us. Uh, right. For everybody's listening. Time. Let's see. Hold on. Now I gotta look at matches. They play again against Chicago on Saturday. Hey. This Saturday. This coming Saturday. Uh, that's the one team. I don't think have we played them yet. No. Like at all. No. I don't think we have. Uh, I know Lee was super excited about that because Chicago has been uh, reaching, has been helping out Lavender Legion a lot with kind of logistics and leadership and management and things like that, which is very cool. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be sort of a homecoming of sorts for McCaskill and Yuki. True, right? true. Uh, you know, and I don't know if uh, Julie Ertz is playing for them yet or not. I know that she's. they think that she's going to be ready for national team duty, but I don't know if she's going to play for them. They've kind of had an interesting start to their season. Uh, you know, some some tough draws, a couple of wins. They beat North Carolina a couple games ago. Uh, they lost to Houston, uh, beat KC, which that makes me mad that we didn't beat them. Uh, and then – 
drew a draw to uh, uh, Gotham, I think to start kind of start things off, uh, and then they they play uh, Olympic Leon, uh, OL Rain uh, tonight yesterday. If you're listening to this, I need to make sure I kind of I might try and catch that later. Uh, that that game tips off or kicks off in like four three minutes. So they'll be almost as tired as we are. Good. Probably. Maybe more. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but they, yeah, I guess they played the last weekend too. And, and they got you know tra- and they got to travel. Yeah, right? they do. All the way. They have to travel through Indiana. Whoa. I mean, that makes anybody listen, tired. It does. It wears <laughs> me out just thinking about it. So, uh, you know, I don't have much to offer on that game. I think I'm going to try and take this one at a time. But team we haven't played before, you know, they're not world beaters. But they're having a pretty solid start to their season. Uh, opportunity for points for racing. So, you know. Might be cool. I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, we're just, we're just super exciting right now. I mean, we just keep getting better. Yeah. Like, the sky's the limit right now for us. Or wait a minute. No, they're home. I, am I saying that right? Hold on a second. Yeah, we travel to Chicago. Yeah, we go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they still got to travel to home from. Uh, yeah, and, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I was from saying. From somewhere. But they're, no, they're, oh, they're playing at, at uh, they're Seattle. They're at Seattle tonight oh. and then back home Saturday. So no Indiana. Why? Come on, Well, you. still, that's not a fun <laughs> plane ride. Uh, I like going to Seattle a lot. Or I guess they play. A, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> losing, losing my train of thought here. Okay, uh, we're anyway. in, we're in deep footler covers right now. Because uh, how long are we going here, Pat? We're we're a little bit long. We haven't no. even gotten to. No, we're about fifty-five. Oh well, good. Let's do some ass barrel proof. Y'all ready for that? I don't think. I don't think well, let's talk about. Is there anything just like off the field that we need to talk about? Because there's like. There's pride raisers. There's charity going on. Uh, Benton is, ben is all, all that stuff. About that, so Obviously, the footlers that. know about that stuff. They wouldn't be if they're in the deep footler like minute right now. They know about all that. Well, let, let's let's. What y'all think about the grand opening? Like the full official thing. I mean, we uh, we uh, opened the damn Florida. stadium. It was pretty finally. cool that it happened, <laughs> right? Like, wasn't there either? I was there. Were you really? Good yes, you? yes, I was there. Ben Solee played the national anthem with the cello. That was pretty sweet. It was awesome. I mean, it was pretty sweet. Well, then fill us in, Ty. Tell us about how great it was. Well, it was just like Field of Dreams. I mean, it was like, you know. How they built it. I couldn't believe it. I mean, that we have have this facility. It's just unbelievable to me. I still can't believe it. It's like, and it was unbelievable to have it, like, open – as a grand opening and have all the pomp and circumstance, which I feel like there was a good bit of. I mean, I don't know how much people did, you know, in advance. I mean, I was thinking there's a good tailgate. The march was pretty cool. The march. I did the march. Did you? Yes. I went and did the march. How bad was it? I I just assume from 1020 is quite a, quite a march. Is it? It was was a good bit. And it left a little early. You know, honestly, I mean, I think a lot of people were still sort of getting revved up. They weren't ready to leave. Not done drinking. Got it. Yeah, and if you're <laughs> but if you're leaving from ten twenty, you really do need to leave at that time, right? Yeah. So it was the right time to leave. Okay, and it was awesome. I mean, so well orchestrated, but but just a little bit early. So I don't know if it's going to catch on. Like I would hope hope that we could develop some sort of march. But there's no other. There's no better place to do it from. I don't know. Hogfather seemed like a pretty nice close place to me. Yeah, I don't. But I don't know much about Hogfather itself. But 10-20 is closer than that, I think. Oh, oh it is, I think, yeah. When Hogfather. I mean, about, about no, I'm thinking the wrong place. It's not like super far. I'm thinking the wrong place, then. Yeah. What am I um, thinking of? It doesn't matter. Copper and Kings is closer, but they don't, I mean, they, yeah. they're trying to drink uh, that's uh, a lot of, schnapps or yeah. uh, gin or whatever. All We're not going to make the not, march. That, 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 We're not making the march. I wouldn't make it out of the parking lot. Then you got to go through Brandy. I do like brandy, but, man, I'll tell you what, that's tough to drink on a hot day. All right. 
Let's do some Mass Barrel Proof. There's a lot yep. of it. Good. Uh, oh, let's, wow. The, the first one. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of crazy. I wasn't expecting this either. Uh, our good friend Matt Owens asks, why weren't you at the Tulsa game? It's fun and one year only. I've never had any real desire to go to Oklahoma. Uh, that's the, that's my excuse. I wanted to go. Uh, June 30th was on the calendar for my away game this season, which is at Tulsa. We're back there. We're back there in a week. Yeah. But, by the way, guys. And right. so I was going to go. But. But it didn't work out. But I think that's a great away trip, and especially since we went there and took the points. And it's a baseball stadium. We know how to, you know, we know we're going to play well at a converted field, right? Uh, so sure. there's not a better, <laughs> there is not a better away game to consider. Uh, I don't that's think. True. I mean, we are kind of light on on opportunity. Like the yeah, it, yeah. There's not. Man, Hawaii's going to be fun. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wednesday the thirtieth. No, we're not there. But we are back there very soon. What, what is it? I don't know, Ty. I just, okay, I, like I said, I didn't, I didn't, I was in Florida. I was driving back from Florida. I had no desire to. Do you not have the appetite? I mean, there's a schedule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Benton, the next one, uh, asks uh, to please plug the auctions that uh, Angel Share is running uh, in conjunction. So let's get to that. In conjunction with uh, the ongoing Pride Razor campaign, which is going pretty well because we're scoring goals. That's also always yep. good. Uh, Little Cooper's Angel Share is running two auctions on some special items. Uh, one is Nal McCabe's signed Pride Kit, the 20, uh, what year is this, 21 uh, Four Roses Pride Kit, which is very cool. Oh, yeah, it's really one. neat. It's got and, the skyline in it. And the, yep. Yep. And, uh, and he's also uh, signed a Maker's Mark bottle that is also part of the auction. You can check that out. Uh, gosh, I don't, I'm don't. i going to retweet this from our account uh, so that you can find it. Uh, if, if you don't follow us, that's a good reason why you should, even though the only thing we ever tell you to do is ask us questions. Uh, I could read the URL, but those things are difficult. Uh, but I'm guessing that they are on our Facebook page. Uh, I will also retweet it from the Little Cooper's Twitter Twitter account. Uh, if it hasn't been done already, I'm sure it has. Uh, but in any event, donate to those campaigns. It's uh, all for good causes. Uh, all funds benefit the Little Youth Group, uh, which are which empower uh, LBGQ. I can't tell, all the things. <laughs> oh, damn, that was bad. L- I've been. That's my third beer. It's not uh, LGBTQIA plus, and then QT. I can't even read all the fun things, but it's disadvantaged people that need your help uh, and deserve it, and uh, are are well. Uh, what you looking for? Yeah, all the things, but. Uh, I think that's awesome. Little Youth Group is, is where all the funds go to. So that is an awesome uh, charity and a great group that we are trying to benefit. Uh, next question, uh, <laughs> which is a really funny one. <laughs> the Twitter handle is, did a goalie wear a hat at Lynn Stadium? Uh, <laughs> did, if y'all didn't catch that uh, Manchester United game, uh, that towards the end of the season, their goal, their sub and goalkeeper wore a hat during the game. It was the funniest thing I ever saw. Uh, but he asked. Van Oakle was wearing a hat say, for Birmingham. Was it Birmingham? Birmingham's keeper and was wearing Memphis, a hat. And the Memphis keeper. Oh, for the Memphis keeper wore a hat too. That is so funny. Those two keepers in a row. Okay, that kills me. I saw the. I saw the. I didn't even. Know, I didn't even realize that. I mean, they it was could a straight-up trucker hat, like right. flat brim. Just wear. Just I didn't wear realize, your hat. I didn't realize. I have to follow this account. Now. I didn't know it existed, but I'm just. I love. I just says it's a great name. What in the heck happened <laughs> with the sun? <laughs> Study. Sun study? I don't know. Oh man, Patrick <laughs> has all kinds of thoughts about that. They don't tell you about. I don't know if we got enough time for it. You tonight. cannot predict the sun. You don't know sure what the sun's going to do. Yeah, you can. No, you don't. It's you in don't the same place as the sky. 
guy <laughs> every year. No, no. <laughs> you can't predict the every sun. Day. We have clocks uh, that are based no. off of the prediction of the sun. We've known <laughs> the ellipsis of this uh, the, of the Earth's orbit for, for at least literally thousands years. of years now. It's like nothing new. The Egyptians do where the fuck the sun. Yes, is yes, it's way you more can't complicated the than sun. that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Tulsa is July 10th. I knew we were going back there immediately. It's July 10th, oh by the God. way. You're okay. Welcome. Did a goalie wear a hat at Lynn Family Stadium today asks, should the team make an official on-field hat as, <laughs> as part of the merch? I'm all for it. I think it's a great idea. I'm going to like that one. Follow this account just because it's <laughs> great. Okay. Uh, Justin Guilford, our good friend from Louisville Ledgehogs, asks, uh, when is the retirement announcement party for the Houston Dash Defenders? Oh, that's cold. Oh, that's very cold. Oh. Uh, Follow up question: Was salmon invited? Justin's coming out firing all, <laughs> on all cylinders. I, I'm here for it. She definitely roasted them, put them in their graves. That was. Uh, they need a testimonial for for that. <laughs> that was nasty. It was. Gosh, uh, and within two minutes. Right. Oh, it was awesome. Oh that was my so gosh. Okay, Just and the then uh, on that was Hope amazing. McPepper, who's a super fun follow on Twitter these days, asks: uh, Dear Barrel Proof, if one were so inclined to throw money in the direction of a good cause. Who or what would you suggest? And why is it Angel Share? Thanks. Totally agree. Please donate to the Pride Rosie campaign uh, to benefit uh, benefit Louisville Youth Group uh, before the month is out. Pride Razor is a great uh, fundraiser for us. Louisville Youth Group, again, very deser- deserving outfit. Uh, let's see if we have any other people that actually use the hashtag. That is the real, uh, real question here. And it the wasn't answer, a month ago that we were reading is, like, the no. non-hashtags. Because we were so desperate for questions, well, we were just reading the non-hashtag ones. You just completely no, abandoned. no one uses it. You know, the last time somebody used it is it's only in retweets that I do, uh, or actually to give credit to Matt Owens, he used it and Benton used it, uh, but they're all in replies to the actual to my request for questions. So anyway, we got five or six. That's a pretty good night for us. Yeah, good night. That's a what. Three quarters of our listenership. That's all. Did awesome. a goalkeeper wear <laughs> a hat at Lynn Family Stadium Day? I hope Michelle Beto's wears a hat in the next game. That'd be great. <laughs> okay. Bucket hat. Yeah. Bucket, oh, bucket Jan- hat. oh, that was a good thing on Robin's last podcast too with Christy because uh, uh, they somebody asked James or Christy if he's gonna wear the beekeeper hat and because uh, James is like, I got a hat for you. You don't wear a hat. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, and Christy's like, I'm already bald. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it sounds terrible. Sunburn on your bald head. Yeah, it is what it is. Probably, you know, hazard of the business. All right, that's all I got. You guys got anything else? I barely had anything that was you. Oh, that's that's not true, Pat. No, you value provide no. valuable <laughs> insight. Cool. It's uh, been a great week. It couldn't have been a better week of professional soccer in Louisville. So and, let's keep uh, it going. A lot to cover next week. We got what, what three games, two games, all kinds of soccer to talk about. So it'll be great. Yeah, uh, we'll have three games to talk about. Three games, yeah. Two yeah, racing, one, one Louisville City. So let's hope we get. Uh, let's let's pull for nine points again. Twelve right. points, nine points. Well, we got twelve this last week, so. Nine for this one upcoming episode, right? That'll work. I can do math. We can do it. Multiples for of two three. for two six nine. The rule of three. Rule of three. All right. Thanks, guys, for <laughs> listening. We appreciate it. Uh, follow us on uh, Twitter at, at @barrelprooffc. You don't need to check out our individual handles. We mostly tweet about nonsense, if at all. Uh, and we will catch you guys sometime next week. Thanks. Vamos Morados. Adios, amigos. Vamos. Amigos.